What is up, beautiful people? I just wanted to come on here really quickly and kind of give a warning about this episode. This episode is going to contain a lot of ideas and beliefs that kind of conflict with what society tells you and what a lot of us believe just in our day-to-day life. So if you are not ready for this enlightened level of ideas and this rebelistic level of ideas, please skip this episode. Other than that, let's go ahead and get into it. Baby, pack you a bowl, get you a drink, let your hair down, and come on and let's get into it. What is up, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Mother Knows Best, the podcast where I talk about whatever comes to my ADHD mind because it's my podcast, and baby, if you don't like it, go listen to something else, honey, okay? Anyway, y'all, hope you enjoyed last week's episode and love that you are back for this week's episode, and I'm going to just go ahead and get into it from the title of this episode. Um, Yeah, we're going to talk about what happened last Sunday at the Academy Awards, honey, and the uh, slap herds around the world (laughs) okay and if you don't know what i'm talking about um on march 27th so last sunday there was an incident that took place at the academy awards where chris rock a uh, african-american comedian was making jokes about will smith and his wife jada pinkett smith and after a joke about what is going on with miss jada's hair Her husband, Will Smith, got up, went and marched on stage, proceeded to slap Chris Rock in front of millions of people, you know, as well as the entire audience, as well as then proceeded to tell him, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth after this situation. Let me go ahead and state this now. I don't care which side of this situation you sit on. Period. I don't care. Because I have my beliefs, you have your beliefs, that's okay, we are entitled to how we feel. It just is what it is. My other statement piece is, we need to recognize that a lot of the backlash and a lot of the stuff that is coming out of this is rooted in racism. Like, we really need to openly understand that. And if you cannot understand it, then we're not having open and honest conversation. Black people, people of color... Y'all also need to understand that y'all believe in the stereotype. Y'all believe and wanted to come out here and be like, oh, Will Smith was wrong for this. He said black people back hundreds of years and he made us look aggressive and this and the other. That means two things. You not only buy into the stereotype, right? You know it's a stereotype and you understand it and you resonate with it. You also believe that that stereotype is true. because. What we saw in this moment when he slapped him was a person experiencing an emotional moment. And we all know what that's like. We all know what it's like to react and respond out of emotion. But we forget that we do that, right? We forget that we have those moments. And then we want to sit and judge everybody else. Like, oh my God, he shouldn't have, and that should have never, and bloop, bloop. Bitch. You, me, and every other motherfucker that walked this earth understand what it is like to be emotional and to respond out of emotion and not think clearly. What we saw, what we witnessed is something that a lot of people really don't want to address and a lot of people really don't want to, you know, stand by. 
is we experience an individual having an emotional moment. That is why I started off and say that I don't care what side of this argument you're on. Because at the end of the day, what we saw is a human being have an emotional moment in front of millions of people. And we sitting here and literally critiquing this person's emotional moment as if we have the right and the God-given authority to do so. That's, that's where my problem is. My problem is exactly that. This man had an emotional moment. And let me go ahead. And I could be speculating here, but let me just go ahead and give you my preference. Not my preference. <laughs> let me go ahead and give you my you know take on this right so miss jada is dealing with a autoimmune deficiency disorder called alopecia it is where your immune system the system that keeps your body healthy for the most part right has now targeted your own body as if it is a foreign thing or something in there that is trying to make you sick a lot of times we don't know where these switches occur why these switches occur what happens inside the body to make it happen, but we just know it starts happening, right? So now she's experiencing alopecia. Alopecia is form of hair loss. And each form of alopecia is different. Some people have patches. Some people have it to where the hair is no longer growing in thick anymore. Some people have it to where it's related to stress and it can be stress-induced alopecia. Like, it's many levels to this shit, you know what I'm saying? And so... If we take a step back and realize that these people are human, right? If Jada started to notice that something was going on with her hair, you got to understand she's going to tell her husband. That's her partner in life. She's going to communicate that. If there's been any doctor visits, even though they are a famous couple, guess what? Couples still will go to the doctor if someone is scared and concerned with what's going on with their body. So Will's probably been to these doctor's appointments, right? Will has been here with her while she's been upset and crying about what's going on prior to what, you know, knowing what was going on. And now that she's in the middle of the journey of dealing with it and processing it, he is present. And lastly, if she's been emotional about having to shave her hair or emotional about anything around this disorder, guess who has been there with her and experiencing those emotions with her and being her support system? Will. So... From what I saw and what others have brought to my attention is the slap situation was after the fifth joke fired at Jada and Will. There were three jokes made about Will and then Chris Rock turned and started making jokes about Jada. As a comedian, you should always move around the room. There is no reason that you would stick on this couple and make four or five jokes. So... Now we have the emotional pot of the behind the scenes, right? Everything that's been possibly going on. Again, just speculating because going off of what I know and operate when I was in my relationship, you know, as far as my dynamic with me and my boy, like if there's something he's concerned about, I'm there. He had pneumonia back in the wintertime and guess who was right there in the emergency room with him? Like I couldn't be inside of there because of COVID, but I was right in the car waiting and took him there and drove him there so he wouldn't have to have the burden of, you know, trying to deal with getting in the car parking and then getting himself seen in the emergency room like when you care about somebody and you're in a dynamic you're right there with them so knowing that information looking at that and taking that into account now you have this added portion of this comedian firing multiple rounds of jokes and y'all just taking it on the chin and being nice about it and then you make a joke about this woman's alopecia and what she's going through right 
you now add this into our little cauldron of shit that, you know, happened in front of all of our faces and you get an emotional husband. You get an emotional individual. Jada herself also got emotional. You saw that her face changed as the joke registered. There were a lot of people out here who wanted to yell, especially, and like, I'm going to be real frank right here. It was a lot of black women that had this idea and this viewpoint. And the fact that black women had the audacity to attack another black woman in this way, I find absolutely disgusting. But they were like, oh, Will was laughing at first. Jada got upset. And then Will reacted. Oh, Jada played him. If you pay attention to everything, they were both laughing until the joke registered. Because they were laughing from the previous joke and situation, laughing off now the fourth joke that this motherfucker has sent in their direction. Let me let that sit in for you. It was the fourth joke that they were still laughing from. And when he finished this fifth joke about, uh, I think it was G.I. Jane, when he finished that fifth joke, once it registered, you saw Jada's face change and you saw Will stop laughing before the camera cut away. So the fact that black women out here, oh, he he got played by his wife. Is that what you do to men? Is, are you, sounds like what you are doing, sis, is, you know, projecting, projecting some of your inequalities and projecting some of your insecurities and your fuck ups and situations onto Ms. Jada Pinkett Smith. Because that woman's face changed and at no point did she look at her man and be like, you need to go defend me. Because guess what? When you are in love, you don't have to ask somebody to defend you. The person's just going to do it. Let me make that very clear to all of y'all. And if they don't defend you or they stay quiet, then you may want to question if that's who you should be with or not. But it shouldn't be provoked. And if they don't defend you, then you need to step up and defend yourself and stop expecting them to. And then you need to walk away. Period. I will say it again. If they do not defend you, you need to step up and defend yourself and then you need to walk away. Okay? Glad we got that out the way. Then you had a lot of black men. Oh, uh, I wouldn't defend nobody that I ain't with. I wouldn't defend nobody who to belong to somebody else. Let me explain something to y'all about polyamory, open relationships, and people who are comfortable in their sexuality. This is a famous couple who is still human. Right? They are still human at the end of the day. They got needs, desires, whatever else. They can have an open relationship. Not everybody functions under monogamy. Like, and I don't get why the world does not understand this yet. Not everybody is monogamous. Not everybody is going to be with just one person for the rest of their life. I am poly. Most of the people I know are polyamorous. We have multiple relationships, multiple dynamics, and we have people that supply us with different needs so we can feel whole or that we are getting all the things that we need in our daily lives. Monogamy isn't for everybody, nor is polyamory for everybody, nor is open relationships for everybody. You figure out what works for you and yours and you stick with it and you don't judge anybody else. We are so quick to be like, oh, I wouldn't. Okay, that's your story, baby. Don't project your story onto somebody else. Don't project your beliefs onto somebody else. But... That's what we are taught, right? That's all that we know, thanks to good old what Christianity, honey? White people. Let's really call this out. And I'm not trying to make this about race, but let's scroll back to really how Christianity affects what a lot of us do now and how a lot of us are still in that belief and cycle and we don't understand it. You know, Christianity teaches you all these things about not judging and this, that, and other, but it's also the evangelistic Christians who are the most judgmental. And those are kind of the bigger portion of the, you know, Christian faith right now. 
So guess what is portrayed and taught and shown and showcased day in and day out? That you judge those who you feel are less than you or different than you. You judge what you don't know. It's all fear-based. Like humans still to this day are fear-based entities. We don't understand that if something is different from us or someone is different from us, that that doesn't equal bad. That equals interesting. They have different viewpoints. They have different ideas. We could learn from them, but we don't. We see different and attack. Oh, you're different. You must be bad. No, 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 no. And that's that's even before religion. That's just been human bare bone men mental primal shit, right? That's just the basis of what humans are. And we have yet to evolve away from that stage. And Christianity just aids us staying in that stage. A lot of religions, honestly, but Christianity is the biggest one as far as like the evangelists that have like these very nasty negative viewpoints and connotations and try to force their beliefs upon everybody else. We also need to take a step back and understand that we've been lied to by the rest of society about money, status, fame. We constantly think and are told that the reason we have the issues, the problems, and things that we experience in normal human life is because we are the low run. We're broke. We're poor. Once we get money, once we move up and we make all these millions and that's what we fight and strive for, that's when all of our problems will magically go away. No, bitch. Like, who, who fed you that line? Why did you believe it? You know what I'm saying? Like, we all know more money, more problems. Every artist sings about it. You also have to understand that the more money you have doesn't separate you from being human. And we need to understand that emotions are human-based. They are human-based. Nobody, no matter how much money you got, can't escape the fact that you are human. But that's something a lot of people ain't ready to hear. That's something a lot of motherfuckers ain't ready to swallow and digest. No matter how much money you make, until you work on yourself mentally, you will be the same motherfucker that you are currently. And that's what, again, I have said it in previous podcasts. You can be 50 and operating on software from when you were 13. Baby, you are outdated. Just because you got millions don't mean you upgraded and you know updated yourself. You can still be outdated and just with a bunch of money. So you now got all this money, all this riches, all these fames, and you still just as nuts as you fucking was. Nothing changes with the riches. Nothing changes with the money. But that's what we constantly believe and think, and that's what we strive for. We strive for the idea, belief that success is all of this money in the bank and all these millions, where you really need to understand, as I said in last week's episode, you are the architect of your own life. You define what success is. The rest of the world doesn't get to tell you what success is. But we constantly listen to the rest of the world because we are socialized into it through school. And... We continue to believe it through work and family and everybody else. And we are spoon fed these lies. And at no point do we stop and think for ourselves and be like, this is bullshit. Because if we really look back, right, you really pull the curtains back. You really pull the veil back. Our ancestors were just like us. Did they have the technology we have? No. But does that make them dumb or primitive? Absolutely not. It just means things had not evolved yet. Their human experience was no different than ours. They question who they were, where they came from, what were they about, how they proceed, you know, life, what was, you know, a tree, what was this, how to, you know, operate, live, grow. It's the same shit we deal with, just in a different time frame. And our ancestors didn't have all this shit. 
They didn't have the shit that we have now. Yes, are some technological advances needed? Yeah, great, because we have vaccines which are able to keep us alive longer. But then it makes you question, what's the quality of life? Because I know a lot of people who are in nursing homes, honey, that are bedridden. Is that a quality of life? Is that worth living? You know what I'm saying? So it's good and bad. It's give and take. But what we constantly forget is it's still all the human experience. And to tie it back into my original point of the podcast is Will Smith had an emotional moment. Despite how much money and riches, he had an emotional moment and it blew up. Should it have happened? That's not for me to say. We all know what it's like to respond out of emotion and not think clearly. And yet we try to act like we are better than everybody else. Oh, well, we would never. Says who? Let the right triggers be hit. Let the right switches be hit. It, you will respond out of emotion because we've all done it. Now, the more healed you are, the more you deal with your mental health and stuff like that, then yeah, that trigger, you know, that threshold becomes greater. Like it takes a lot more to get you upset and irritated and push you to that emotional level. But it still happens regardless of who the hell you are and what you think you are. It still happens. And for us to sit here and judge and to be fighting one another, like I have seen all out wars over this subject. I myself even put up a video that a lot of white people got upset about because it was a lot of videos that I had seen of white and black people, you know, again, black women, few black men, but a lot of white people stating, oh, I can't believe he did that. Like perfect example, Jim Carrey came out of the woodwork, y'all. We ain't heard from Jim Carrey in for fucking ever. This bitch came out the woodwork for Good Morning America, Good Morning America, to literally state his piece about how he was disgusted at how people stood up and clapped for him and nobody did anything. Bitch, what? You came out of the woodwork. Who? What you been working on, baby? What you been doing? How are you relevant? Can't talk. How are you relevant? Right? What? What? Is your opinion even worth you? Were you there? Were you present? Why the fuck did you come out the woodwork to have some shit to say? Additionally, the media only showed that Mr. Smith was comforted by two black men. At no point did the pictures circulate of that lovely white gentleman that also came to comfort him after the situation. So the media portrays one side of the story. Like it's all one massive like clusterfuck, right? It all feeds into one another. So what's being shown is black people supported this and no white people did. You also need to go back and understand that there's a lot of just innate racism in white people in general. It just is what it is. It's a generational situation. Same way there is uh, issues with black people and feeling not welcome and traumatized that pass down through generation. The same with, you know, privilege and everything else passed down genetically through white people. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what battle you want to play. All of us need to do our part in our work. And part of white people's understanding and acceptance is until you do the work to correct what was done by your ancestors, you are just as much to blame as them because you're complacent in the fact that it happened. And a lot of people love, and especially what was spread across my video, I can't be held responsible for what other people did. My ancestors did over 150 years ago. Motherfucker, if I'm responsible as a black person for the trauma that was passed down to me genetically from what happened to my ancestors 150 years ago, then you are also need to be held responsible and have responsibility and have 
reasons to do the work and will be held responsible for what your ancestors did 150 years ago. It just is what it is. There's two sides and both sides need to figure it out and work it out. But a lot of white people don't want to do nothing. They want to separate themselves from what happened. Oh, it happened. That wasn't me. Great. Saying what happened to my ancestors wasn't me, but I still deal with it. So your ancestors were not you, but you need to go and fucking deal with it. And until that is done, you'll be always rooted in racism and will be to blame. Sorry, not sorry. But a lot of y'all wanted to be upset. Oh, I can't believe. And let's call out why y'all were upset. Y'all were upset because the black man that y'all trusted and became comfortable with, you welcomed in your home, you was okay with, showed you what he was, that he was still from the hood and wasn't about that life. And now y'all shook and upset. And now y'all want to complain and feel that you have a right to be heard. No. Because y'all will sit here and be like, oh, he should have never slapped him. Let's call it out. Let's look to history. Let's look to those ancestors of yours, right? Your ancestors used to slap each other out over disrespectful situations to duel each other. And it's a shot to the death. But y'all are upset that this black man slapped another black man because he disrespected his wife. Make it make sense for me. Tell me how that adds up in your head. I'll wait. Oh, that's right. Y'all will say that I'm the one being racist because I'm bringing race into this because you don't want to see that there's undertones of racism across all platforms. Media only shows a certain story that paints people of color in a certain way. Facts. You don't want to deal with the mental anguish that your family or ancestors possibly did some very terrible shit, but that's part of your work and journey of enlightenment. Facts. So, in my opinion, you shouldn't have an opinion. Additionally, in my opinion, Black people, you shouldn't have an opinion either if you continue to operate under the stereotypes and believe that those stereotypes are true and that each Black person holds the weight of that stereotype. No, that stereotype was created by those who are in charge, which have been white people. And if you want to continue to believe white people's stereotypes, then you have not been enlightened enough to have this true conversation. Again, sorry, not fucking sorry. I'm not going to entertain people who don't even know they asshole from a hole in the ground and going to give an opinion rooted in trauma, rooted in, you know, idiocracy and expect me to engage in a meaningful conversation with you. Like, it's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. It just won't. And furthermore, the fact that we are dealing with this as far as like fighting this out and having arguments amongst ourselves and any really form of opinion about someone's emotional breakdown, someone's emotional moment, while there's still a war going on in the Ukraine, babies are dying. We found, you know, citizens that were killed execution style, like the world court is now looking at evidence and trying to, you know, collect evidence against Russia. Like we over here arguing about somebody's emotional moment because his wife had a joke laid to her that was the fifth joke out of a series that was too low, too below the belt. And I hear what a lot of people, oh, comedians shouldn't have to worry. Like, oh, he was doing his job. Like, we all been in the hood. We all understand, especially, you know, POC. We all done showed up to somebody's job emotional. 
We don't all hit somebody out of emotion. We don't all said some shit out of emotion. We don't all did some things out of emotion that we should not have done. White people, y'all all have done things out of emotion. A lot of y'all caring videos and a lot of that shit, that's emotion because you felt unheard at home. But you don't want to go to therapy and deal with that. But that's another subject for another time. But all of us know what it's like to react out of emotion. And we're sitting here responding to this man's emotions versus tackling the bigger social issues that are at hand, such as the war in the Ukraine, what's going on between uh, the Jews and the Palestinians and the other big issues, you know, such as COVID. We have three major things that should hold president over precedent over someone's emotional moment. But we made this personal because a lot of black people also got uncomfortable because Will Smith showed his hood side. Y'all all knew he was raised in South Philly, boo. Why you shocked? Why you upset? Why you bothered? But you are. So here's the challenge, because y'all know I love to give a challenge every episode. Despite your position on this whole Will Smith debacle and situation, right? So let me let me say it again, right? Let me say it one more again. Here is the challenge. Here is the motherfucking challenge. The challenge is to go out and not worry about somebody's emotional issues and worry about your own. And understand that even though somebody reacted out of emotion, does that make them a bad person because they did it? Take a look at yourself. Take a look at where you stand on this debate, on this argument, and really think about that. Think about that challenge. And we can have that open discussion on Facebook or Twitter. I will put that question up and, you know, we can have it out. But really take a step back and understand that these people are still human, that money does not separate you from your mental health issues or make all your problems go away. And that we have the audacity to really be upset, excuse me, over someone's emotional moment while we got bigger issues going on in the world right now. So I'm going to leave y'all with that. I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. As always, stay beautiful, stay lovely, and I will see y'all on next week's episode. Mm -hmm.